Dear Talkerspace, we are pleased to advise you that your request for an extension has been approved. Welcome back, Talkerspace Approved Extension listeners. You're back with Ben, and I have with me, returning to 4ZZZ and Talkerspace once again, Red Leclerc. Hi! Hello! (laughs) Welcome back. Thanks for coming in. Oh, thank you for having me. Oh my god, we loved having you on the show. What, a couple of weeks ago now? Yeah, I think it was like two, three weeks ago. Yeah, just time. couldn't get enough of you. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> yeah, no, we're so excited to chat a little bit more about Russian spelling. Yeah. Everything that's you. Mm-hmm. Um, you may notice a little tone in my voice. Listeners, I'm run down. It's assessment season. Everyone out there who's dealing with it, please take care of yourself. Yeah. Don't do what I did mm-hmm. and stay up <laughs> until 11.59 submitting an assignment. <laughs> Do rest, people. Mm. It's actually very productive to rest. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, all the scientists and sciencey people recommend it. Exactly. We should listen to those guys. I think they know (laughs) better than (laughs) us. (laughs) But you're... So you were saying... Well, before we jump into you Mm. and Red Leclerc and everything, you were saying you graduated. Yes. A year ago, like last month, I think. April. Yeah. April last year. Wow. Congratulations. <gasps> Thank you. How's graduated, graduated life treating um, you? It's peaceful and also not peaceful at the same time. <laughs> because it's like, I still get the feeling of like, I have an assignment due. Like I need to hand that in. But Still. I, ghost, yeah. ghost pain. Yes, exactly. But then also like, obviously I do have deadlines all the time because I'm an artist. So it, life didn't really change, but I feel like it's more pressure now. Because it's not like a pass-fail. It's like it either happens or it doesn't. Yeah. And then if it doesn't, that's on me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no one's chasing me up. <laughs> yeah. So you studied music, right? Yeah. At QUT? Yes. Yeah. yeah. What was that like? It was good. I, I really liked it. Um, you, it. I mean, you got access to those really nice oh studios. <gasps> I miss them every day. <laughs> I remember um, my first ever artist interview was with... Um, Oh my goodness, what was his name? Mm, I can't even remember Gigi. now. But yeah, and it was in one of those studios oh, and so I good. just couldn't. The Z9 ones and like the view I know. over the city and then they were so grand. Oh, I miss it so much. <laughs> I wish that like, honestly, I would do another degree just to don't, don't say that studio. don't say it if you don't mean it <laughs> <laughs> true the universe would be like okay you're enrolled <laughs> have a good time <laughs> um yeah no i mean i we started when i auditioned the september before i started it was you a bachelor audition? Of, yeah 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 for um most of the arts things like you either have a portfolio you have to audition it might change now this was like four years ago five even oh my god <laughs> i'm getting old <laughs> um <laughs> but um yeah i auditioned and it was the bachelor of music and then i started and they made it a bachelor of fine arts and music which just meant that they chucked a bunch of fine arts units like core units that 
because we were the first year, we were kind of guinea pigs. Oh, so fun. We mm, love yeah. being a guinea pig. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I still got a lot out of the degree and like I've made really awesome friends from it and like they're all beautifully talented people. So I'm not mad. Yeah. I would do it again. Yeah, I'm not going to, but I would. <laughs> <laughs> So, we'll go into what's happening with you now. Mm. You've just released, a couple of weeks ago now. I think so, yeah. Yeah, a new track, yeah, Russian Spelling. That's the one. How's that gone for you? How are you feeling now that it's out? Yeah, good. It's it's a really old song. Um, I wrote it like five years ago, I think. Like my first year of uni. And um, Wow. Yeah, and I just like sat on it forever. I actually had that maybe... That does make sense. I was listening to it. It's a very emotionally loaded song. Yeah, it's a lot, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> too <laughs> much? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I keep saying to people. I'm like, actually, it's too sad. Like, don't listen to it because you'll cry. <laughs> mm. um, but I'm like so detached from it now, so I don't really know how to promote it. I'm like, oh, sorry, guys. That's devastating. Um. If you feel that way, sorry, sorry, but here you go. Like, here's your song. I'm past this now. Here's my emotional trauma. <laughs> That's my job as an artist. <laughs> um, but yeah, like my, my other, is this my fourth single? Yeah, my other three singles were like maybe a year between writing or less between writing and releasing. Um, so yeah, it feels strange because I've played it for so many years. So everybody kind of knows it, anyone in my fan base. So now I'm trying to figure out how to reach people that don't know it already. Yeah. If that makes sense. It's kind of hard. But I know. It's difficult out there promoting. <laughs> I like, have no idea what I'm doing. Neither. <laughs> I'm flying by the seat of my pants right now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so then what changed? What made you release it after f- so long? Well, I'd actually done so many versions of this song. Um, I had recorded it with different people and kind of soft released it on like YouTube or SoundCloud. And then I kind of took it back and then I did a few different versions for assessment. And then I was like, no, I don't want to do those either. And then it came to, I was working with Lion Dance Records, who I recorded Being By With as well. And um, another emotionally loaded song. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just out here dropping my drama left, right and center. (laughs) Um, But um, yeah, they were like, oh, we'll do two songs, like make make the time and so I literally just did a poll on my Instagram and I was like here's a couple demos what do you want and everyone was like oh yeah Russian spelling and being bi sounds good and I was like okay guys right. are you okay <laughs> like you want those songs <laughs> um so yeah literally I just did what the people want <laughs> <laughs> I'm a people person what can what I can say, I say? <laughs> but yeah. so for listeners out there can you run through Russian spelling mm-hmm. and everything it means the story behind it because it is quite it's heavy it's heavy it's devastating <laughs> as my friends keep saying to me um so Russian spelling, the name has absolutely nothing to do with the meaning of the song. It's actually like an Easter egg to the name of the person I'd originally written about. Like oh, their name was the Russian was spelling. Be, that was going to be my next question. Yeah. So don't worry about that. Got you <laughs> covered. Um, yeah. I wrote this one. All my songwriting is processing whatever I'm going through at the time, which is sad when you realize how sad all my songs are (laughs) but it's like that's how I deal with my feelings right I write it out and so I had just gone through a really traumatic 
like friend breakup experience. Like I lived with the person, we'd been friends throughout high school. Oh, no. Um and yeah, it was just it was really awful. <laughs> it was just awful. Um I've healed now. Like I'm okay. Everyone's like, "Are you are you all right?" That's really a lot. And I'm like, "No, I'm good. I've had like years of therapy now. Um I'm good." <laughs> I've paid my dues. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I can release the song. <laughs> um But yeah, it's in a general theme, it's about the the slow burn to like a really painful ending to someone who is so important to you because I think people like when you enter a romantic relationship you know that you either like break up or you die you know what I mean like (laughs) those are the two ways a relationship kind of ends right yeah um so there's that kind of agreement of like we might not be together forever right but with friendships it's so different you're kind of like okay this is it like this is my best friend and we're best friends forever because you don't break up with your best friends obviously yeah and so when that does happen it hurts even more like you're like what the fuck i wasn't expecting that at all and it it just like (sighs) yeah it's devastating especially my housemate has been saying to me she's like this feels like a song for like women women friendships right because we societally we have like we feel more comfortable talking about our emotions and like our deepest darkest secrets with our female friends because unfortunately men are taught to suppress their emotions um which sucks amen really <laughs> <laughs> and i'm not a fan of it <laughs> um so when and and like also i've found like if a woman wants to hurt you we do it in these really sly ways that is like only specifically painful for the person going through it and that is what I went through. Like, <laughs> if I explained to you what actually happened, you'd be like, okay, but, like, why did you need three years of therapy for that? You know? <laughs> like, but, like, at the time, like, I felt like I was going crazy. Like, you know, it was mm. just, it was a lot. So, yeah. But since releasing the song, so many people have been like, I am going through this right now. Like, my friend and I have either like broken up or they've just stopped talking to me or we've had this distance and it is so painful because you just don't expect it and you don't expect the person that you've shared so much with on a different level to just like drop the mic and walk away, you know? Yeah. (laughs) So. It's almost like, are these people like uni student age, like around this age? Oh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it just comes with the territory of uni because like you'd lose all of your high school friends And then Mm. university, I feel like the friends you make through uni, you get so close to so quickly. Yeah. And then, oh. Yeah. It's rough, isn't it? It's hard out there. Don't make any friends, guys. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually easier if you have no friends. (laughs) No. Oh, that's so, like, I can relate to the song Mm. through just, like, that Mm. high school friendships. Mm. Just sort of, I don't know. It's weird. It's almost like, in my case, people holding on too tight Mm. to the friendship and then not realizing oh like it's it's natural to fall out of friendships like that's just the way it goes with like you know being in different stages in life and then goes through a fiery blow up and break up and i'm just like oh god yeah this isn't what i signed up for no you're like (laughs) i thought we were just gonna chill you know (laughs) (laughs) it's so true though um and i think the like I I think I've accepted now after so many years it makes sense that you can't be friends with everyone forever you know like if people come into my life that means they were there for their time and now I can let them go but 
some people can't do that. And so that's why there's like a burning, fiery end. <laughs> and it's just awful. <laughs> it's like every time I talk about um, friendships and analogies, or oh, well, like wisdom like that, <laughs> of just like people come into your life and they leave, like mm. that's just natural. I always like some of those movies that touch on that stuff topic hit the hardest yeah. and it's always the freaking kids movies yes! and I'm just like I'm sitting there <laughs> sobbing and crying and it's like um I remember one it was oh what was it it was Tinkerbell I was oh. watching it with like my younger um like people I was babysitting and oh stuff and I was just like guys sit down and watch this like, <laughs> you don't this, understand <laughs> this will mean something to you one day and Aww. they're just like oh fairies and I'm just like the wisdom <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand this is so painful <laughs> oh my god speaking of movie like for years after that experience I could not watch any movie that had tension between a friendship. And, like, every stupid movie has that, yeah. right? If there's a friendship, something's going to oh happen. God, that means no mean girls. Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> I literally, I couldn't handle it. When when they have their fight, I can't remember the characters' names, but, like, the OG two, not, like, the plastics, when they have a fight, it still hurts me to this day. But, like, for years, I would cry watching mean girls. Like, what the hell is wrong with me? <laughs> I'm just a sensitive little guy. <laughs> I'm just so hurt on the inside. <laughs> hurt. You couldn't tell from all my music. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah. So that's what Russian smelling is about. <laughs> just the devastation of a best friend or any friend breaking your heart. Mm. Just it hits so different. Yeah. Mm. Get so. prepped for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just like maybe listen in your car and yeah. like just cry it out. Don't watch it. Don't, not in public. Don't do that. <laughs> Did it take long to write the song? No, it was one of those moments where I was just fiddling around on my guitar. My housemate at the time, she like very fondly remembers this moment, which is sweet. She said, you were just sitting at your desk and you had your guitar and you were just writing this little thing. And then as you were writing it, you just started like singing and the lyrics were coming through. Like it just happened in maybe like 10, 20 minutes. And the song was done. And it was just one of those moments where I really needed to process what I was thinking. And it just, like, happened. Which was very lucky, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm proud of it. I think it's a beautiful song, even though it's really sad. <laughs> yeah. No, it is. All of your stuff is so... And, like, acoustic songs, mm. I feel like, hit so close to home. Yeah. There's something about how... Um, I don't know, almost bare bones and raw it is that it's mm. just like, you know, someone could be singing about the same stuff on techno tracks. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, this is fun. Yeah. But like, we're yeah. And then like acoustic hits and it's, oh. Yeah, I think that's my, my main thing as an artist. For so many years, I tried to be indie rock or I tried to be pop, but I just can't mm. do it because because my songwriting is like my processing. Because I'm just a sensitive I'm little just guy. I'm a sensitive little guy, Ben. You get me. I need to write on my little acoustic so I can feel my feelings. <laughs> oh, gosh. Mm. Does, yeah. Do all of your songs usually take that little time? Um, some of them, yeah. I, I feel like 
my favorite songs are always the ones that I just sit down and write and I'm like cool that is exactly what I was feeling and now it's out there mm. <laughs> like although that's uh like being bi I really love but that was a really that took a journey <laughs> to write that one because it mean, was yeah it was a internalized journey. homophobia is something that is so difficult <sighs> to deal with yeah yeah I mean it funnily enough when I started writing that song it was going to be called kiss a girl and there wasn't going to be anything about men because at that point I was like maybe I am actually just gay because we love that I was just like <laughs> processing everything and I was like maybe but maybe th- but maybe I'm lying to myself or maybe society has taught me to like men and that's it but then through that whole process of writing the song and processing my feelings I was like no it's fine. I'm yeah. allowed to just be who I am. <laughs> yeah. That's what that song's about. It's a bit more uplifting. It is. Everybody cries, but it's a good cry, I hope. Yeah. No, <laughs> it is. Like, oh, I think going through that journey, like myself, mm. and everyone I talk to about it, it's, it is. It's just one of those things where you're constantly second guessing and questioning yourself. And it's just like, just breathe, feel whatever you feel. Yeah. You don't have to have all the answers. No. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's mm. nice. Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, no, not every song, but a lot of them. I think I've been writing songs since I was 15, I think. So, it's been 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. Um, so, I, but I try to write like a little something every day so I feel like I'm I'm very lucky my writing brain is like very switched on so I can be like oh I have this thing let me write it out and then it's kind of done so mm. I'm, I am very lucky yeah mm. and what's the journey like from writing it to producing it and recording mm. it it's really fun so because everything I <coughs> sorry everything I write is just me and my little guitar my little ukulele I'll then for Russian spelling, um, I'd had a few versions where we had like MIDI drums and um, like strings and some piano and oh, that sort wow. of stuff we did in the pandemic. Um, but when it came to re-recording it, I was like, I think we'll just do like keep it bare bones. My lead guitarist, um, Nathan, he plays so beautifully. Like if you haven't seen Nathan MT just do like he's just so talented (laughs) and I will just like I literally recorded like my bits and like I just put in a midi bass because I didn't have um, my bassist James at the time and I sent it to James and he just writes the most beautiful guitar things over the top and it's just so dreamy and then in recording Russian spelling and being by that's how I found my drummer Alistair because I needed a drummer Mm. I wanted to put drums on the tracks and one of my brothers literally just put a post on Facebook and was like, do I know any drummers? And my family's all musical. So he was like, I'll know someone. Oh, wow. That's so lucky that <laughs> <It's> everyone's <laughs> musical. It is. And there's eight of us. So it's a lot. What? Oh, <laughs> yeah. my God. Yeah. I'm the youngest of eight kids. So there's it plenty shows, to no. go around. <laughs> That's where all the trauma came from. (laughs) Um, So he just put a post out and then Alistair, who'd literally met my brother once at like someone else's going away party, was like, yeah, I'm a drummer. And luckily Alistair is very talented. And he just like picked it up straight away and it's really beautiful. And so for, yeah, for this studio version, rather than like sort of rehearsing it with the band, we kind of made the parts up as we were recording it, which I'm not sure is the right way to do it or like how most people would do it. But I think it worked really beautifully for these songs. Yeah. So, but now that we're like actually a unit, 
and we perform live more often it's like okay this is how these songs sound so now we can go to the studio and just play it all out you know yeah. so yeah i suppose in producing these songs it was like rewriting it or re like composing it as we were going it was really cool that's so cool to be just like completely moved by what you're doing in that moment mm. and changing it. Yeah, true. I didn't think of it like that. It's <laughs> nice. <laughs> He's magical. <laughs> and then performing it. Mm. What's that like? <clears throat> well, for years. <laughs> oh, because yeah, this is what I'm interested <laughs> in. It's just like, did you have to ever stop mid-song? Luckily, no. I have choked up many times. Not so much anymore. Um, thank God, because I just don't think about it. <laughs> I've just gotten to the point where I desensitize it. Like, mm. But, like, I remember the first time I was playing it for, like, an earlier sort of group of my band that I had playing with me. My bandmate was like, what is the story behind this song? So I told them the whole story, and then we played the song, and I, like... I was like nearly crying <laughs> it was so hard um but yeah performing it now I just feel a little bad <laughs> to be honest because I'm like everyone's really sad right now <laughs> like I can see it there's like people crying and I'm just like sorry guys <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry <laughs> but like at the same time everyone's like don't stop playing it though you know yeah. we love it so please keep going but also how dare you <laughs> I just can't win. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like one of your favorite kinds of gigs to perform? Because I feel like with your music, that's just so the vibe. You just sit mm. there and are so enamored by it. Yeah, I, I love playing live. Mm. I think especially with the way that the music industry is churned to just like pumping out social media content is like how you gain an audience rather than like playing lots of little shows, which it still works, but I do more social media than anything. It just feels so rewarding to play it in person and see people and like yeah. feel the room. Like it's just, it's my favorite thing in the whole world. I would play a live gig every day if I could, if people would not stop going, <laughs> which I feel like they would. <laughs> um, so yeah, and I, it's, yeah, it's really rewarding. I really love playing live, even though I always make at least one person cry <laughs> but usually more than that <laughs> i can just picture you just with those like sniper crosshairs mm -hmm. like going across the audience and then you see a single tear and you're like ah, i got you, <laughs> I got you. <laughs> <laughs> i buy um at the launch for being by last year um i got my dad up to play a song with me because he said to me He's, like, in his 60s, but, like, he's fine. Like, he's pretty healthy. But he said to me, he was like, I would love to um, sing with you before I die. <laughs> I was like... Thanks, Dad. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> uh, thanks for putting that in my head. Yeah. So, um... Just say you want to hijack the gig. Don't yeah, put it like that. Exactly. <laughs> so, we played, um, like, a song from some of his era that I had played a cover of before. Um... But I kind of forgot that one of my best friends had been going through some issues with her dad. Like, he's been really unwell. And so I was just playing it. I looked out and she's silently sobbing. And I was like, fuck. I was like, why did I do that? I was like, stupid. I can't believe I did that. I should have thought of that. Uh, but it was, he really liked it. So, and he can tick it off his list now, I guess. 
But like it happens. Oh, so you don't perform with him very often? No, that was like just a little special special event. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought I'd give him that. I feel like one day, you know, if we get to go on like a national tour and then the Brisbane show, I'll get my whole family on. We'll have a choir or something ridiculous. <laughs> oh my God. Because <laughs> we would. That's our Christmas carols that we sing to ourselves. It's just a choir. It's ridiculous. With the gospel <laughs> uniforms yeah. and everything. Oh my God. That would be so good. <laughs> Oh, my family would never. I'm um, the only one that's slightly musically really? inclined. The others are just not creatively oh, inclined suck. at all. Yeah. So they don't do anything creative? No. How do they live? <laughs> I just don't know. It was very... Um, it was interesting growing up and being like the only musical mm. kid. Um, I don't know. It's weird because and but I feel like they all have the wrong mindset mm-hmm. around it and they're like I'm just not born that way. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah, "Oh, okay. no, no, no. It you need to work. You got to finesse." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to work, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard out here being me. <laughs> it's so true though. So many people like because my family is so musical, I'm naturally inclined, but also it was nurtured and I've also honed my craft like so fucking hard mm. over the last 10 years. And people are like, oh, but you're just, you're so talented. And yeah. I'm like, well, it doesn't mean I didn't like have to work to get to this point. And like even my siblings will say that because not all of them have like pursued music past, you know, high school or just casually doing it as themselves or as our family and so they're like i just don't know how you do it like you you got the natural talent i'm like no i just worked really hard actually Mm. and i'm a little bit tired so if you could acknowledge that (laughs) that would be awesome (laughs) no it sucks to admit it because like learning this in high school um Oh, God, it used to frustrate at least my grade so much. But, like, growth mindset, people. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing holding you back, holding you, <laughs> holding you back is you. It's so true. Mm. I try to say that to people in the softest way possible. Because, <laughs> But it's also the hardest lesson to learn, I think. It's so weird, though, because it's strange coming from my parents and my mum especially, and she's just like, oh, I just, I'll I'll never be able to do that. And I'm just like, yeah, you weren't saying that. Yeah, like, if you keep saying that to yourself, sure, you mm. won't do it. That's so true. Know, I'm just like, mummy, take care of yourself. <laughs> Please, <laughs> you could be a pop star. <laughs> <laughs> you could be the next Ariana. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to believe in yourself. <laughs> uh, it's so true. I think that's like, that's something that I've said to people a lot lately, but like, I, in in therapy, the toughest thing to come to realize and accept and have to change was that even though like all the bad things have happened to me, I didn't deserve or it wasn't my fault, but what the only constant variable in all those things is myself. And so I'm the one that has let these things happen to myself. I don't, I had zero fucking boundaries, you know? So, and it's the same with anything. Like if you say, I can't do this thing. Okay, no, you're not going to do it. Sure, okay. But if you say, I'll give it a go, then you're already doing it. Yoda said it best, man. Do or do not, there is no try. (laughs) He was spitting facts. (laughs) I didn't understand that quote for so many years. I was like, that's kind of rude. Like, I'm I'm trying, okay? So what do you mean that I'm trying, so I'm doing it? And I was like, oh, the act of trying is doing it. 
Fucking idiot. <laughs> Red, get it in your head. <laughs> <laughs> took me like 24 years. <laughs> As like a Star Wars fan the whole time. Never sunk in. But anyway, <laughs> makes sense now. <laughs> it's like going back to like kids movies and stuff. It's just all of those like things that you've witnessed and like learned all through your childhood. And you're just like young, dumb. And you're like, yeah. oh, that is so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> And then you're talking about it 20 years later yeah. on a podcast. Exactly. <laughs> so very specific for our situation, but it's so true. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, but, yeah, guys, listen listen to these kids' movies. They are, they really know what they're doing. Honestly, about. go back and watch a few. Some of them <gasps> lately are so beautiful. Yes. Disney knows what they're doing. They're yeah. like, oh, trauma? Here you go. <laughs> Here's oh. another one. <laughs> the best thing, uh, like, I, I have my criticisms about social media mm-hmm. and how saturated it is at the moment. But the one thing I do love is everyone talking about how much, like, um, Encanto hit them with family trauma. That is exactly the movie <laughs> I've been thinking about this whole time. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they're all just like, wow. And they're like, wait a minute. Hang on, <laughs> that looks like me. <laughs> Did you write that movie about me? <laughs> it's so funny that uh, it's it's that movie. Like they literally said, okay, here's every single like psychological trope of how you respond to being abused. Here you go, <laughs> enjoy sobbing the whole time, and then also like <laughs> they put in some genocide. Like, come on, guys, were we not emotional enough? Holy crap! <laughs> crazy <laughs> i just they knew what they were doing they, they knew do. it's almost as if they're paid to do it <laughs> how dare they make money from my tears <laughs> says me like <laughs> that's literally my job <laughs> if i haven't made one person cry i didn't do it right yeah i gotta rewrite it sorry keep the money yeah <laughs> It's okay. Spotify can keep my point zero 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 two cents. It's cool. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> On that note, mm. one of the other things I wanted to ask you about mm. is this cube effect. Yes. Run me through it. What so, was that? Cube effect is a Brisbane City Council like arts initiative um, for young emerging artists um, in Brisbane specifically, and um, it's they call it a program, but it's also like a competition at the same time. Um, so they had twenty three or twenty four finalists um, that like we applied, and they picked those people and. Throughout that program, we got to make a music video. So we made a beautiful music video for Russian spelling, um, which has a lot of symbolism for friendship breakups and how it hurted um, in there. <laughs> um, it really did it, hurt it. It really hurted so bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we also have had like um, like professional development workshops, like goal setting sort of stuff, which is really handy because my ADHD brain does not know how to do that shit. <laughs> I'm like, I want that thing. And why is it not here right now? How do I do that? <laughs> so that was really handy. Um, but we also got to play at like a showcase, like our own mini festival at the Trifford, which is literally a dream come true. Like my favorite artists in the whole world have played that stage and 
I played that stage and that's just like I was stomping my foot on that wood. <laughs> <laughs> I I did that and I like signed my name on the in the green room wall like with all these people and I was just like this isn't real. Like oh my that's God. So did you crazy. put your name next to someone specific? I couldn't find anybody specific. Oh. I just found a blank spot and I was like, red look look and I did it really bad handwriting, so that's there <laughs> forever. <laughs> but like yeah, it's it's it was so surreal and I'm so like that was the most exciting thing about all of this. Um but we have like an awards thing um on the twenty third of May. So, oh my God, that's like two weeks away, I think. Oh my God, <laughs> yeah. It's May. <laughs> Excuse you, it's May. What the hell? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, they have like a bunch of awards and prizes and stuff. Um, they had one. So, for the music videos, they made a People's Choice Award. So, people could vote for their favorite music videos. Um, so, there's a prize for that. And then there's like you know, the best professional development, the performance one, there's other things that I don't remember. Um, there's big shiny trophies, that's all I yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and that's back at the Triffin. It's open to the public, which is kind of fun. Um, but yeah, I honestly, like, I don't expect to, like, get any awards or anything. I was just happy to be there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just thought it was really cool to have that experience and to meet all of the artists as well because it's it's like such an interesting spread like they have like me like a ballad folk person and they had some like heavier people they had indie they had a j-pop group which was like mind-blowing in brisbane yes it's getting kind of cool yeah we're kind of getting up there guys (laughs) like they're called a muse project a dash m-u-s-e or maybe space um and um they were like I've never seen any K-pop or J-pop or anything like that, but my little pea brain like exploded. Like I entered the cosmos <laughs> and I was like, holy crap, this is amazing. <laughs> this um, is going to be my personality yeah. for the next year. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, their whole thing is bringing J-pop scene to Brisbane and it, they are so talented, self-produced. Like I, Anyway, I probably shouldn't like talk so favorably about one person because everyone was amazing, <laughs> but I just never seen anything like that before, so it like blew my mind. Um, but yeah, getting to see everybody perform at the Trifid, like it was a big day, but it was awesome, and just like the sense of community that we had was just so good. And so uh, I'm happy to just leave with that. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I don't really mind what happens after that. Um, so that's been really awesome, and yeah, I'm hoping that it sort of opens more doors for like festivals and more gig opportunities and stuff like that um but yeah that's been, that's been really cool that's so exciting yeah. do you have anything in the works like what are you working on to make us cry next oh my god <laughs> so i want to do an ep next i feel like four singles is enough singles we can move on from that now um and i've had like an ep like, I've had demos done for a couple of years. I've finished it in uni. Um, but, it, you know, these cosy lives. <laughs> they really get to me, babes. <laughs> so I'm thinking I I need to organize some sort of, like, crowdfund, like, GoFundMe with, like, merch and, like, little incentives. Um, but it's that thing of I need to do it. Like, if I don't do it, it's not going to get done. <laughs> and I just haven't done it. But I told myself I would get that set up by June so I have two months 
less than. So I wish Keep we an eye out yeah. on Redley Park's socials. Please. <laughs> if it's not up, get on it. Yeah, if it gets to like the middle of June and I haven't done it yet, everybody has permission to cyberbully me into doing it. You've heard it here. Don't open the store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Actually. Like, politely cyberbully me. <laughs> like, you need to say please. Yeah, but like, Please do this thing. <laughs> I just get hundreds of messages on like the middle of June. Um, <laughs> on the 15th of June at 15 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Done. Everybody, 15th of June, 3 p.m. If I haven't done it, you can message me and tell me to get my shit together. Because <laughs> um, I really need to get my shit together. Um, no. But that's, yeah. So I have um, basically the songs that we've performed been performing the last year or two I really love to just record and get out so people can have it and listen to it and then I can move on to all the other backlog of songs that I have that I want to perform and release so that's that's what's on my cards currently (laughs) that's so exciting so it's gonna be fun so maybe not too many live performances while I'm doing that because I'm a one-track mind. Kind of <laughs> If I try to do too many things at once, I will combust. <laughs> so I'm trying to pick one avenue. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so exciting. Yeah. Where can people find you? I am everywhere that you want me. <laughs> uh, like social media, I'm on um, Instagram. It's red.lele.clerk. C-L-E-R-C. And then... It's the same on Facebook. It's the same on TikTok. Hold on. So hearing you say your name out in full, I remember the first time oh I was... um. <laughs> oh, my God. This just sent me straight back to two <laughs> years ago. Please. So, um, <laughs> you're, like, we were playing one of your songs on the show and Crispy, who was one of the hosts at the time was introducing the song mm-hmm. and he said Red Lee Clark. I remember that. And I was just like, Crispy, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, how do you know? And I was just like, I don't, but I do. But I don't, but that it's French. Come on. We don't say Lee in French. <laughs> that's so funny. Red Lee Clark. Oh, Crispy. <laughs> I remember hearing that. I think it was maybe the first time I was played on Zed or like maybe the second time, like second song or something. And I remember hearing it, I was like, that's fine. I was like, you know what? I'll take it. Thank you, Crispy. I appreciate you. <laughs> oh, that was so funny. So it's Red Leclerc. Or if you want to get really fancy, it's Red Leclerc. But I don't um, expect anyone in <laughs> Australia to do that. You know, it's a bit hard. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just that on all social media, on like every streaming platform that you want. I just click all and send it off (laughs) 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 and hope for the best. (laughs) Oh, well, thank you so much for coming in. It has been a pleasure. You've like just scratched my little assignment, post assignment brain. (laughs) Made me more happy inside. I'm just going to have like a day full of rainbow and sunshine. just because you started it. So it's going to be so good. (laughs) I have work later, but I'm not even worried because I got to talk to you this morning. So I'll just walk around like, yay. (laughs) (laughs) oh well thanks for joining me for another episode of talker space approved extension tune in next week (laughs) bye guys bye
Talker Space Approved Extension is the podcast that talks all things uni. We're bringing you chats about what it's like being a uni student, uni music, and the world of pop culture, as well as bringing you longer chats with the interesting people in Brisbane. Listen in every Friday morning on your favourite podcasting app. This podcast was recorded on Turrbal land, always was, always will be Aboriginal land.